Shalom, shalom, shalom. This is Tushi Labah Sabayahu coming to you again with another episode of Talitha Kumi. I am excited to be with you today and I've been on a little hiatus over the last couple weeks. We have been observing the feast of Hanukkah. And so I pray that you all were um, blessed during the Hanukkah season, that you were able to dedicate something to Yahusha, some hard work, your heart, your mind, your soul, the congruency of the two, whatever it is that you dedicated to him, I pray that he is able to bless it as a pure sacrifice, as a pure offering, I should say. Hallelujah. We thank Yahuwah for being here another time, and I'm honored that he would use me as a vessel to do so. And with that, I honor my leaders. Infinite honors to Malik Yahusha, Malik Musha, Malkakayil, Malkayada. I am excited to be under your headship, um, as well as our mother, Malaka Debor, Sabayahu, Arahagabira. And um, thank you for allowing me to do this. Thank you for the delegated authority that you have given me to do this. Hallelujah. I pray Yahuwah's blessings upon you as I lift up my heads before Yahusha. Yahuwah is Thub and his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. So today we start a new series. We are starting a new series concerning the woman at the well. And the name of the series is The Well. Simply put, we're going to talk about well we're going to talk about her we're going to talk about some highlights during this series but today what we're going to do is just really read the story and understand a few things that are happening in this story so without further ado let's go into the scriptures hallelujah so we're going to go to Yahukanon or john chapter 4 we're going to start at the first verse we got a little bit to read you all so Praise Yahuwah for your stamina and your endurance. Reading Yahuwah's word is through for us though. Hallelujah. Let's start at verse 1. So when the Adon knew that the Pharisees had heard that Yahusha made and immersed more Talmudim than Yahukanam, although Yahusha himself did not immerse but his Talmudim, or we call Shalakim, some people call um, apostles, um, some people call disciples, um, but we say Shalakim meaning the sent ones. He left Yehuda and went away unto Galil or Galilee. And when he had to pass and he had to pass through Shomeron, or some may say Samaria. So he came to a city of Shomeron called Shechem, near the piece of land Yaakov gave to his son Yosef. And Yaakov, Yaakov's fountain was there. So Yahushua, being wearied from the journey, was sitting there at the fountain or the well. And it was about the sixth hour. So if anybody knows, the sixth hour would more than likely be the first hour being at six o'clock. Six hours from that. So it was about 12 p.m. in our terminology. A woman of Shemiron came to draw water. Yahushua said to her, Give me to drink. For his Shalakim had gone off into the city to buy food. The woman of Shemiron therefore said to him, How is it that you, being a Yahudi, ask a drink from me, 
a woman of Shomeron. For the Yahudim do not associate, associate with the Shomeronites or the Samaritans. Yahushua said to her, If you knew the gift of Allure and who it is who says to you, Give me to drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Adoni, you have no vessel, and the well is deep. From where then do you have living water? Are you greater than our father Yaakov, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, and his sons, and his stock? Yahushua said, answered and said to her, Everyone drinking of this water shall thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water I give him shall certainly never thirst. And the water that I give them shall become in them a fountain or a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Adoni, give me this water so that I do not thirst nor come here to draw. Yahushua said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Yahushua said to her, You have said well, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Adoni, I see that you are a Nabi. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain. But you say that in Jerusalem is the place where one needs to worship. Yahushua said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you shall neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know because the deliverance is of the Yahudim. But the hour has come and now is when true worshipers shall worship the Father in Ruach and truth. Emit. For the Father also seeks such to worship Him. Alua is Ruach, and those who worship Him need to worship in Ruach and Emet. The woman said to Him, I know that Mashiach is coming, the one who is called anointed. When that one comes, He shall announce to us all. Yahushua said to her, I who am speaking to you am he. And upon this his shalakim came, and they were marveling that he was speaking with a woman. However, no one said, What do you seek? Or why do you speak with her? The woman then left her water jug and went away to the city and said to the men, Come, see a man who told me all that I have done. Is this not Hamashiach? They went out of the city and were coming to see him. Now we're going to jump down to verse 39. Although verse 31 through 38 are, are awesome and it's, you know, it's even when Yahushua talks about his food or his meat being to do the will of Yahuwah, we want to continue in the thought of the woman. And many of the Shomanaranites, or the uh, Samaritans of that city, believed in him because of the word of the woman who witnessed he told me all that i have done therefore when the shomeranites came to him they were asking him to stay with them and he stayed there two days 
and many more believed because of his word. And they said to the woman, we no longer believe because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard and we know that this is truly Hamashiach, the Savior, Redeemer of the world. Hallelujah for the reading of his word. So let's look at a few demographics of this story. This is just going to be somewhat of a laying a foundation of the story so we can have something to build upon as we look at this woman at the well. Now, let me first start out by saying a lot of times uh, when hearing this story, many times people um, look at this woman as if she um, had such a nasty past or a past that was so horrible, a past that should be shamed or a past that you know we don't want to speak of but listen you all many of us are this woman and let me say in 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 layman's terms many of us including myself we're worse than this woman because at least she had five husbands some of us had five lovers and they weren't our husbands and so um we can't look at this woman with our nose turned up we have to picture this woman as ourself. And so we'll get into some of the reasons why we have to see this woman as ourself. And then we will have a deeper understanding of Yahushua's love for his daughters and why he goes out of his way to meet you at your place of need, meet you at your dry place. Now it says um, in early on in the chapter that Yahushua um, was leaving Judah or Yahuda and he was on his way to Galilee. We find out that he's on his way to Galilee. And if you look on the map, it says that he had to go through Samaria, but he chose to go through Shechem where Jacob's well was or close to. If you look at the map, Samaria, the actual city of Samaria, was off to the left a little. Shechem or Sikar was over on the right. He could have gone directly through the city of Samaria, but he chose to go to this specific well. He had an appointment to meet one of his daughters. And so just this alone lets you know that he was very intentional about going to this particular well. He could have gone through the city. That's exactly where his Shalakim went to get food, to get drink. He sat at the well and waited for her. And so this, this should remind us of his intentionality to go to the dry places of where we are in order to give us what we need in order for us to have the experience that would change us for a lifetime this woman responded to him and said why are you talking to me i'm a samaritan i'm a shomerinite nonetheless i am a woman why are you speaking to me and in the moment she said adoni why are you speaking to me why did she say adoni why would she call him Adoni without even having the revelation of who he was? A lot of times, 
you know, we do that. We call him our master, but yet and still we haven't gotten the full revelation of who he is in our life. And so by the time she left him, she realized who he was. And that's where we are right now. We have to gain the revelation of who he is. Who is Yahusha Hamashiach to you? Is he your father? Is he your ish or your husband? Is he the lover of your soul? Or is he just another man? Is he just another person of nobility that you give uh, respect to in saying Adoni? Just like a man that you would see in the store and you say, excuse me, mister, would you mind passing me this so-and-so-and-so? Would you hand me that jug of water right there on the top shelf? Thank you, sir. So without the revelation, this is just an introduction. I want you to think about this while we're in this series. Without the revelation of who Yahushua is, we treat him just like another man that we see in the grocery store. And if you've been raised, you're going to treat him with respect without knowing who he is. Without taking the time to sit there in that dry place, that place, that place where you need that well to be filled up with some living water, that place that we don't want to go to. You know, we've talked about this from the first season on through this second season, talking about meeting or seeing who Yahusha is through the truth of who we are. That is how we are able to understand who we truly are, and that is by seeing Yahusha. So, we must be able to sit there and it takes us having to feel that hurt again, visiting that, that place of dryness, that place that keeps us going back to a well that is not really giving us sufficient, sufficient water or sufficient sustenance. We get filled, but yet and still it's not really filling us. So let's look at this woman. He told her, as she started getting the revelation of who he was, he told her, go and get your husband. And she said, I don't have one. He said, you said well, because you've had five husbands. And the one, the man that you're with now is not even your husband. And so there's some things that we're going to touch on in this series um, that may be a little sticky, but they need to be said. So we're going to talk about adultery. We're going to talk about being thirsty and going to places to gain drink where the water is tainted. We're going to talk about having a dry well, a well that has no, no living water flowing through it. We're going to talk about what happens when you are dehydrated. One thing that I realized is just by looking up the physical effects, um, the mental effects, I should say, of dehydration, is that dehydration will cause you to be in a depressed state. It'll cause you to have confusion in your mind. 
It'll cause you to have low energy and low self-esteem or self-esteem issues, I should say. Because we really shouldn't be moving in our own self-esteem. We should be having esteem in Yahusha. It also causes us to be um, in a state of having low um, or short-term memory loss. Causes us to be in a state of having short-term memory loss. And I'm going to add another one. I think it also causes us not to be able to see clearly. Because there were many, many, many people that when they first saw Yahushua, they knew who he was. But this woman had to be brought back to a place of seeing clearly. Her eyes had to be opened by Yahushua. Another thing that we'll talk about, we're going to double back on this because this is something that that really plagues plagues our sisters, is shame. I want to talk about how shame will cause you to go from man to man, situation to situation, doing the same thing over and over and over again. Because what shame does is it causes you to hide yourself. But once you are fully seen for who, who and what you are, you'll drop that thing and you'll move on to the next thing without really fully facing who you are. So it keeps you in this constant loop of sorts without understanding that, oh, let me just take a minute and really see who I am and what I have done and feel that hurt, that pain, that shamefacedness. Yes, because when you sin, You must realize that what you've done is wrong. You must realize the effect of what you've done, done, what you have done, excuse me, to Yahusha, to Yahuwah Alua, transgressed against his law. And so when it causes us to hide, we try to continue to hide. But we can't hide in the light of Yahusha. And if he has called you to himself, then you're going to see yourself. But it's really up to you with what you do, what you do with what you see. Because he can show you yourself. You can choose not to believe it. Or you can choose to believe it and grow from that place. The real is really up to you. The ball is in your court. Once Yahusha has shown you who you are, who will you become? Who will you grow into? Will you choose to shrink back in fear? Or will you choose to go through, press through the truth to the other side? Now, we know that in the latter end of the story, she got the revelation of who Yahusha was. She also, in the same token, was freed from her shame. In the same token, she received a sense of belonging, a sense of significance, as well as acceptance. Now, I got these three points from my mom, Malaka Deborah Sabiyahu. She did a study on this woman and three points that she gave me was acceptance, belonging, and significance. 
And on this one act, Yahusha changed her life. And all he had to do was show her herself. All he had to do was acknowledge that which she has pushed down. She pushed it down, not really wanting to see it. He pulled it up and said, listen, I want you to look at this. This is what I see. This is what I see, but this is also what you can be freed from. And in that freedom, she got a purpose. Rebirthed. A purpose that came to the light. She ran and became one of the first women to declare who he was. She went into the town declaring Yahusha, going before him, speaking who he was, all because she was thirsty one day. And I'm pretty sure she went there every day or ever so often. But she had she had to get there that day at that time and see that man and allow him to tell her what she did or what she has done as well as what she is currently doing and when we get to that place of being mature enough to see these things that is when perfection comes before your face and you can choose to say yes or no I accept perfection I accept maturity perfection and lights light being truth they work hand in hand now I'm going to leave you with this scripture and I want you to meditate on this until next episode let's go to Psalm 61 I also got this scripture from my mama Psalm 63 verse 1 this is a psalm that Daoud wrote while he was in the wilderness of Yahuda. Verse 1, it says, O Allah, you are my all. I earnestly seek you. My being or my soul has thirsted for you. My flesh has longed for you in a dry and thirsty land without water. I think King James says, in a dry land where no water is. And that's where we find this woman at the well. In a dry land where no water is. That's exactly why she accepted the water of Yahusha. Because she had been going to a well, getting this substance that was not feeding her, that was not relieving her of her thirst. And that's where we are when we have not truly received the revelation of Yahusha. And let me say this. Some of us may know Yahusha and have a very intimate relationship with him, but we are nothing without his water. We are nothing without him continuously revealing ourselves to us. And so we want to graduate to the place that we begin to not just wait on him to show us, but seek his truth. Seek what he sees. Look for what he sees that we may change and become more like him. Look to gain his perspective on our situations. Look to gain his understanding, to see with his eyes. And that is how we become perfect.
Now, let's pray. Saba Yahuwah, Father, we come before you in the name of our Mashiach, Yahusha, our Redeemer. Hallelujah. We thank you for allowing us to come before you. We thank you for your Ruach HaKodesh. We thank you for the story of this woman who was changed with just one visitation. We thank you, Father, for your visitations as you visit us. And Abba, we know that when you visit, you judge. And your judgment is truth for all your judgments are right ruling. They are true. And Father, we open ourselves up to you that we may receive your word. And we open ourselves also up to you, Father, asking you for courage to look at what you are showing us. That those that will turn and repent and give you fruits of repentance will turn. Prayerfully, Father, we pray that those listening will turn. Hallelujah. We thank you and we praise you for the listeners. We thank you and praise you, Father, for that courage, for your truth, for how you continue to move through the lives of those who love you, for the, through the lives of those who you have called to yourself because you draw the righteous ones unto you. Father, we thank you. We praise you. and We ask that you will continue to move through this podcast, that you will continue to reach your daughters that you will continue to heal your daughters as they provide for you a life, a life placed completely in your hands with submission to you, humility unto you, seeking you for the truth of their life. We honor you, we praise you, and we give your name all In the name of Yahushua, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yahushua, you all. That is another episode, and I'm excited about this series. Listen, I have no clue where we're going. I just know I heard the well. And so we'll see what Yahusha has for us next week. I'm excited about getting some feedback from you all on how it's been a blessing to you. In any other episode from the past, don't forget to share. Don't forget to search me out on social media. And if you desire, you can also become a supporter of this podcast. Um, Just find me on Spotify. And you can click the support button if you will. If not, just continue to pray for me that Yahuwah will give me the revelations to be a blessing to you. Until next time, I say Talitha Kumi, come forth and come forth drinking the water that Yahusha has provided for you. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom.